0: What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Sports. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister station, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. This is uh, Corey DLG, and with me, as usual, is little brother, Nico. Hello, hello. What up? And then, of course, we are. you can find us at uh, NerdThugRadio.com and also Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Ooh, yeah, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's uh, completely recovered from the debacle that is the Houston Astros World Series uh, thus far. And uh, we're ready to just talk some other sports, and then we'll, we'll slide in some World Series stuff at the end there.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's all I got to <laughs> say about that. <laughs> it's just mondo depressing.
0: It's I mean, look, it is. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're not going to let it bog us down here. We're going to move right through it. Um, so the trade deadline for the NFL is this week, and there is just an absolute poop ton of trades that have gone through this week that are just incredibly surprising.
1: That's just. This has just been the year of trades for the NFL.
0: The NFL has been incredibly like trade active, which right. which is is unusual. Yeah. Usually they're like, "All right, we're done." Yeah, no, like it's this is the this has been like a crazy, crazy year. Um, People have been all over the place. They really have. So, we'll we'll do this one first. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is now a San Francisco 49ers, who by the way are <laughs> undefeated so far. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Them and the Patriots both. Undefeated. What's, what's
1: happening right now?
0: 49ers. So the 49ers. Uh, I feel like they s-
1: they snuck up on me.
0: They sort of. I don't want to say they what, are they what are they, 7-0 right now? So two years ago, they hired John Lynch to be the new general manager. Mm-hmm. Former safety for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he has never had any personnel office experience at all. So some people were like, this is a weird move. And uh, he's been great at it. And he hired Kyle Shanahan last year. and uh, now Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, former backup to Bill Belichick, uh, or Tom Brady, Bill Belichick's, like he was like Bill Belichick's like heir apparent. like Bill Belichick wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to be the quarterback of the future behind Tom Brady as a matter of fact. Colin Cowherd reported this two years ago on his show, and he said it the entire time three years ago that Bill Belichick wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to start two years ago, and Robert Kraft wouldn't let it happen. He said no. He said there's no way we're not starting Tom Brady. So they then had to trade. Like this is one of the only times Robert Kraft has ever told Bill Belichick to do anything, and so he like he moved him. He said no. So they got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo because Bill, Bill Belichick wanted him to play, and he wasn't going to play. Um, so Jimmy Garoppolo last year though was out injured the whole season with the knee injury. He went out like I think week three or week four, and so they 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 didn't play well. So they got draft picks. So they were drafting. They were they made some trades for some picks, and then also they drafted high. So they got Joey Bosa, uh, and so he's the younger bro- the younger bosa brother and so he was the guy who was doing all those sacks on uh third on sunday was it sunday night that we watched the game two weeks two or three weeks ago or he was just like in the backfield the whole like yeah, six sacks whatever yeah, it was yeah some ridiculous yeah and so that's the 49ers they've got aggressive front line they've got a good quarterback who last year didn't get to play the only problem is they didn't have any receivers so they traded for Emmanuel Sanders Nice. Uh so that's all. That's good. So like this team just is getting better. Yeah, so they're definitely they're definitely ready. Um They're definitely like so they made that move. So this finally and like these trades are for nothing. So the 49ers got Sanders and a 5th round draft pick and they gave up a 3rd and a 4th to get it. That's not even that's not even the weirder one. So the Patriots uh, had to put Josh Gordon on injury reserve, um, no, for a knee injury, and so they traded for a wide receiver. Um, and then the Lions traded their starting safety to the Seahawks. Why is the Seahawks just getting real, real mean, real fast? Well, the Seahawks had two injuries in their secondary, and then. The guy they've been playing at one of their two safety spots, he he kept screwing up. And um, his name is T- uh, Tedrick Thompson. And Pete Carroll has been highly critical of him in press conferences after games. <laughs> like, you don't want to be the guy that your coach is constantly going, like, yeah, he totally messed that up. And so there was a big... Like, the Seahawks don't like to give up big plays. And so there was a 50-yard pass against the Ravens in the game they lost. And so... Uh, by name, Pete Carroll mentioned him in the press conference. Oh, never a good idea. No. So they traded for Marquise Blair, the starting strong safety for the Lions. And they, uh, and they like, oh no, I'm sorry. Quandre Diggs, the starting uh, safety for the Lions. And literally he was the team captain. He was named team captain two months ago for the Lions. (laughs) The Lions, I guess, are just like throwing it in on the season. But again, for this one, there's nothing. So they get a starting safety and the 2021 7th round pick and all they had to give up was a 2025th rounder. What? Yeah, so like these these trades are for nothing.
1: Like these trades are for nothing. Also, is it bad I forget the Detroit Lions exist like 99% of the time?
0: You you keep saying that every time the Lions get brought up. Because it's... I don't think they're a real football
1: team. I didn't know they existed till literally this year. Yeah. That's how little I follow sports. No, I've
0: never met a person that's like I'm a huge Detroit Lions fan. <laughs> um i'm trying to think if i've ever met somebody who was like legit uh i was talking to a girl a little bit who i know she was a chicago bears fan see like the bears yeah yeah, like nothing no yeah i don't i don't think so actually now that i'm saying it out loud i don't think i've ever met a lions fan but they haven't been good so like ever
1: they went. Like, oh. Are they like? They like, went. Oh at least I know of the badness of the Cleveland Browns. True. Like I don't even know who the sh- <laughs> like who's.
0: I can't name you a single player on the Detroit Lions. So the Detroit Lions, for a little while, had some amazing offensive players, and still managed to do nothing. Nothing. Impressive. Um. I. I honestly, as we're sitting here talking, I know for a fact they went zero oh sixteen. Like four years ago, five years ago. Um, I'm not sure if they've ever won the division, even under this, like even under the new regime that they've had. Uh, So they've had Matt Stafford now for like around 10 years. He's been the quarterback there for a little while. And Calvin Johnson. So this was okay. This is the Lions were a weird train wreck three years in a row. No, three out of four years with the number with a top five pick, they took a wide receiver. Why? One of the drafts they didn't have one, and they thought it was the best thing to do. Two of the drafts they were the receivers were one of the highest rated people on the boards, mm-hmm. but it was still a question of like why wouldn't you take a quarterback? Like more well, no, they had five. one. They had Matt Stafford.
1: Sure. Right. Right.
0: So here's the problem in the NFL. This is a bigger issue that happens in the NFL. You either have a quarterback or you don't. If you have somebody who is any kind of competent, of any kind of good, you you can't you can't bail on them. You have to write it out. And so this has been the thing with like Ryan Tannehill, who was a. was a Dolphin for five years as a starting quarterback. And they just or four, I guess, four years technically. Every year it was just, no, it was longer than that because they actually gave him one extension. They gave him some money. And and people were like, why? Why did they give him the money? And it's because he was, he was better than the people who, this is going to sound dumb out loud, he was better than the people who were worse than him.
1: <laughs> and so
0: they could see that he was better than the bottom part of the quarterbacks of the league. And so they were like, we can't. We can't just skip on him. We can't give him up because what if he gets better? So, like, once you have a guy Uh. who's. So, like, once you have a top 22, top 32 teams in the league, right? Yeah. Once you're out of the bottom third with a quarterback. If you have a quarterback who is, like, the 24 or better quarterback, you really can't give him up. You have to just hope that they get better. It's really hard for a franchise to to go no, he's he's not he's not good enough to like we need we need to upgrade. If you've got a quarterback who's winning not even winning cuz like the rest of your team could be bad, but like right. if he's completing 60 65% of his passes, if he's able to accurately throw downfield, if you were if you're confident that he knows what he's doing, regardless of his record, you almost are obligated to keep him.
1: It's so weird. It's like football metrics are so funny to me.
0: But it's because it's so hard quarterback is one of the ones that they just can't figure out. So like and it happens every year where someone will show up in the 3rd or 4th round and be a starter. Every year there'll be a guy taken in the 1st round who's no good at all and it's just garbage. Well, okay. The Bills have drafted a first-round quarterback, I think, twice in the last four years. Neither of which one are. of them. One of them isn't uh, isn't even on a team right now. I don't believe. Oh. And the other one, they just traded away. Or no, 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 no. no. The Bills kept him, but uh, they're not doing anything with. They're him. not doing anything with him. And the Cardinals. They hired a new coach. So then they got a new guy. Yeah. So Kyler Murray was taken first overall, and they just took a quarterback third overall last last uh, last draft. Then they traded him to the Dolphins. So, like, and then the Dolphins benched him last week because it was getting so bad. Yep, good job. And then a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick gets signed. Like, he floats through that bottom third of the league Whoever year is like, we don't have a quarterback. We don't have a quarterback. And oh, so, no. so Matt Stafford has made an entire career being Detroit's guy because he is accurate, he, he's not really a winner, but he's accurate and he's tough. Uh, there's a game where that he finished with a separated shoulder. Um, impressive. Yeah, and it was his throwing arm. He actually threw a two point conversion left handed. Impressive. Right. And then when people wanted to celebrate him, he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa don't don't touch, me. Don't wait, touch wait, me. Wait, 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 don't <laughs> touch me. Don't touch me." Um. Yeah. Like he's not. He's not terrible. But he's not great. No. And, and being good in the NFL gets you nothing. So, Calvin, so the Detroit Lions, the other problem is they're notoriously cheap and poorly run. So, Calvin Johnson, who, his nickname was Megatron and was one of the most prolific wide receivers in the league. He still had tires. He still had tread on the tires, okay? He he was only in the league eight or nine years, and he abruptly retired one season, one offseason, because he didn't want to go back to work for the Lions,
1: Wow, that's pretty bad.
0: He was looking at. So, this happens every offseason where there are players who are just like, I just don't want to go into training camp. And so, like, the older players sometimes will be like, I think I'm thinking about retiring. And then sometimes, as soon as camp is over, they'll sign and they'll come in. The Ezekiel holdout this year mm-hmm. was timed rather suspiciously where he, he signed. to hold out. And, and then, then like, as ah. soon as training camp was over, all of a sudden they're like, we're, we think we were close on terms and he'll be in this week. So, that happens a lot um what's what's important for those guys is just being there for the season they they know what their job is and the reps are what's important what was interesting about the Calvin Johnson thing is i think he had like 30 million left on his contract like and he was just like nah. he was he was like i don't i don't want to go back to detroit <laughs> i don't i don't want to go back to work and so he he retired
1: so by this by this logic the detroit lions are so bad yeah, and One of the best players in the league was like, am ra- good.
0: He'd rather not play than play for them. Yes, you are 100% accurate in that mean assessment of them.
1: Yes. So I was right. I was never wrong. <laughs> no one knows the Detroit Lions. No,
0: everyone knows them. The problem is they're just really bad, so it doesn't matter. Are they worse than the Cleveland Browns? <sighs> it's a different kind of bad. So the Cleveland Browns are... Weirdly hopeful every year, and this is what's heartbreaking about the Cleveland Browns is every year they're they're hopeful that that this is like this is the year we start turning things around. This is the one, but what winds up happening?
1: Right here, they are with their fantasy team, and their record isn't very good.
0: (laughs) So last year, going seven, eight, and one was they didn't lose was their best season in like... Ten years? I think s- at least for sure seven. For sure seven, probably ten. Um, I think th- they made the playoffs and they won the division like somewhere between like 08 and 010. But it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. Huh. They've, they've gone through like nine, ten head coaches in that time. They've gone through 20-some-odd quarterbacks in that time. Yeah, they've gone through a lot of people. Yeah, and and whereas everyone else has to—well, it's like—so Tom Brady, okay? So the Patriots have been the stable organization that everyone loves and respects. The
1: golden standard at this point.
0: Yes. The Dolphins, the Jets, the Bills are all in that division, and they have struggled to find any consistency. And it's something like Tom Brady has played, like, 28 uh, rookie quarterbacks— (laughs) <laughs> or something like that. Oh man. Just out of the division. Like like there are tons of times where those guys are like every couple years they're bringing in a new guy to start cuz they can't get that position figured out. Um and so there's a weird mist like almost like mythical element to being a quarterback. It's why some guys just have it. It's why people think Baker Mayfield is legit. It's why some people like Sam Darnold, although that that perception is going to be changing pretty quickly. I feel like this year, <laughs> they um they literally, 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 literally on the Monday Night Football, which by the way was a terrible game and it was a terrible broadcasting experience. I don't know why people watch Monday Night. F- I don't know why people give ESPN like. If I'm ESPN, I don't know why I spent all the money to have Monday Night Football if I was going to put a turd like that out there. Like their announced crew is terrible. Um, just throwing mad shade. I. Uh, it's hard to watch, and it's fair enough. And it's hard to watch beyond just the fact that it wasn't a good game. Like the NFL should be doing a better job of scheduling good games uh, for Monday Night Football. But beyond that, it just was worth. Like it's not worth. It, it's not working. Like the announced crew is terrible. And They're doing these uh, uh, Hyundai Genesis halftime shows. Hyundai Genesis is that a car? Yeah, it's a, it's like a yeah yeah. And they're doing these halftime shows. They're all in black and white. Every week it's been black and white, and then it's been like these pop acts, which are fine except they're boring. They're doing these weird live versions of their songs and stuff. Um, you should play music like a regular person. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. They're weird, poorly produced. Bits is what they are, and they're not good. What a straight. When well, I mean, you think like this would be like a draw, right? I don't. I don't know. I tweeted like a month ago, Hyundai Genesis. If you're just gonna like pay to put crap on TV, like call me. I'll take piles of cash for no reason. Like I'm
1: there. Uh, yeah, like sometimes. Well, it's like fragrance commercials are like notoriously weird because it's like. They're trying to try and convey a smell, which is hard to do. Through yeah, a absolutely. Like a fr- I give, I give like,
0: fragrance commercials a total pass because it's nonsense what they're trying to do. They're just trying to put the name in your right. But like, so like this HP ad that's going around that's like, oh, yeah. is this
1: real life? And it's just talking about technology the whole time. And then it's, like it's the baby th- on the cell phone. Right. It's like yeah.
0: thrashing tech the entire time and it's literally for a computer. It's a computer company commercial? Right. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you where it's like, what are we even selling here? Right. I'm... Like, sometimes, like, advertising is a black hole of money. <laughs> this is something we talk about privately, where sometimes it can be. It can be weird. But, like, I think sometimes it's easy to—we've said sometimes, like, 48 times right now. Sometimes. I, th- I think I think it's easy to be talked into this is a message or a moment that we're creating. And while the HP commercial was interesting and powerful— it there was no business for hp to be the company to make that commercial right cuz it's anti technology right so really it should have been like the national parks association or SeaWorld who makes that commercial like somebody who's selling an experience to people a, a rock climbing or something yeah um i don't i mean i don't know i don't know who's selling what in that particular commercial yeah it just feels bad <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make sense right so well, we've spiraled here, but anyway, Monday we night really have Monday night football is not good, and their advertising it, is even worse. And Sam Darnold was the quarterback in the thirty-three to zero game. Oh, nice, like good job against the Patriots, who I mean, they just he threw four interceptions. Nice, good job. Uh, and his third one was in the second quarter. uh, uh. and he goes to the sidelines after that one. And he's talking to the quarterbacks coach, who's been coming to him with an iPad after every one of the drives where they were terrible. And is like, what are you seeing? What are you doing? And so Sam Darnold literally says to him, I'm seeing ghosts out there. Which means he can't see the field right now. He's so flustered. He He can't see what he wants to do. Because the Patriots have confused him so much. That's impressive. Which is like the last thing you want your quarterback to say. I'm seeing ghosts. Right. So, so what you're telling me
1: is that he's from the sixth sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what I'm telling you is that he was incredibly confused. Fair enough. And also it, an option. Uh, and also, Bill Belichick. Literally, uh, it's like mid third quarter, and it's a shutout, and the Patriots' defense had just come off the field after another great series. He he huddles them up around the bench, and he literally is talk like he's coaching them up. Deering while the offense is on the field. (laughs) He wants to embarrass Adam Gase and Sam Darnold at this point. He is loving every second of it. He then, later on, uh, he wants to punt, and he doesn't like his field position. So he tells the punter to take a delay of game. So the punter takes a delay of game. Well, the Jets decline it because they don't want to back him up five yards to make it easier for the punt. So Belichick then tells one of his players to do a false start. (laughs) so one of his players deliberately false starts so they get pushed back the jets decline it again they flash to the sidelines and bill belichick has a smile on his face that he's trying to hide and can't he's so happy with himself that he was effing with the jets so bad he was so there was he looked happier doing that than he did winning any of the six super bowls right 'Cause that's not that's not nearly
1: as funny. <laughs> right. Winning was, the Super Bowl while oh, it's big and prestigious. Just embarrassing people. Like, he was having a ball out there. Like, it's just fun when you're just so much better than this other team.
0: But so yeah, so Sam Darnold's out there seeing ghosts, doesn't know what's going on, and uh he can't get the ball down the field, can't do anything except fumble it or turn it over. Um it was embarrassing. So sad. It really was. And so out of all of that, um, is it I don't think Sam Darnold's gonna be just another guy pretty quick. Uh, pretty looks quick. Looks like I don't think he has those intangibles that they think like Baker Mayfield does, et cetera, et cetera. I think there are guys who they think are going to grow and take leaps in, 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 in and ex in over time. This is and this is the problem with the quarterbacks in the NFL. Carson Wentz is a great example of this. The Philadelphia Eagles have already said they're going to give him an extension. I don't know if he, I don't think he's gotten his yet. I think he will very soon. But the Philadelphia Eagles have already said he's our guy, um, and he's been good. The year they won the Super Bowl, he was having an MVP season. Gets hurt. Nick Foles finishes the season, wins the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The next year, while he's finished healing, Nick Foles is a starter until he lost. It once Nick Foles lost, it was like week two or three. They then went back to Carson Wentz. He hasn't looked great since then. And I think Nick Foles even played the back half of that season because Carson Wentz got hurt again. But these were not like typical like knee shoulder injuries. These were all like weird things. Like one of them was a back injury and stuff like that. And so the Eagles are telling people like he's not injury prone. These are just weird freaky injuries. And so we're not worried about it. But he's only had one really great stretch of football. In the three years that he's been on, that he's been the guy, and they already because of that one stretch, they already know that he's their quarterback. They've sunk their teeth in, and they and they just say, "Listen, he's the guy, and we'll we're gonna pay him and keep him, and he's gonna keep getting better, or he won't,
1: right? Or he won't, <laughs> right? I think I think that's like the weird math that like a lot of people again, like you were mentioning before, where like the top the top two thirds of quarterbacks is where you want to be, but like. A lot of people then make that decision. And they're like, well, clearly this guy's the
0: keeper, and then sink their teeth in, and then they just flatline or get worse. Right. Well, and that's the thing is if you're in the top two-thirds when they're young, you hope they continue. But if they don't, you still have a bottom 20 quarter. Like, yeah, you, you're not crossing any thresholds at that point if they plateau. And I think that's so like Carson Wentz, I think, is one of those guys. Jared Goff this year has looked bad. He got his extension. and He hasn't looked like he deserves it this year. Right, And so how the problem is, what are they supposed to do? In his third season, they go to the Super Bowl. Like, he's their guy. Well, doesn't look like much this year so far. Right. And they've really struggled. But the problem is they've given money to guys now. So now they're, they're pot committed. They're in. Um, so it, it's weird, but that's the problem with like, certain teams, so Matt Stafford back all the way, back to around before we get out of this. Coming full circle. Full circle. The Lions really thought Matt Stafford was the guy. And he was he's easily the best quarterback they've had in 20, 25 years. But the problem is they're still a mess of an organization. And they're, you can tell, like, when so Peyton Manning was a great quarterback and he changed the Colts fundamentally into a winning organization because he set a new standard. He did. Mm -hmm. He came to work every day, and he worked his butt off. And so he was holding people accountable. He was telling, like, he was setting a standard that there was no getting around. And it forced the Colts to get better. They then let Andrew Luck down because Andrew Luck couldn't hold him to that standard because he was a new guy, and it was all new to him. And they were getting his, he was getting destroyed while he was out there. Um... And, he, I don't, and I just don't think he had it in him to correct the franchise the way Peyton Manning did. Um, and, yeah, I, I think Matt Stafford has the same problem. I think he's a good quarterback, but he can't make the Lions a good organization. Peyton Manning fundamentally changed the Colts. They were bad enough that they were drafted him and then the next year, Edgerrin and James. They were in the top two two years in a row in draft picks. And then... Ooh. And then that's it. They were done losing after that, and that's because of Peyton Manning. Good for him. But Matthew Stafford, that's not the way it went. No, because he's not one of the greats. He's not. And so he's somewhere between 10 and 20, depending on what year you want to look at. He had a couple years that were, like, towards the top of the league, but he's never been the guy, and he'll never be the guy, and that's going to be the issue with him. Um. So I guess you technically can forget about the, the Lions, but they are one of the 32. You could have just told me there was thirty-one. I well, see, easy. but it's a weird number, and it doesn't make sense for like how they draw everything out. Is really the bigger problem. Right. All right, we're gonna jump out of here. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to some more nerd thug sports coming your way. We're just hanging out here on this uh, nice Thursday afternoon, uh, trying to power through and forget about last night. Uh, I'm hurt. Nobody mentioned last night. Oh That's my by my bones hurt. Your bones hurt. My bones. Did your bones play in the World Series? Yeah, they did. I don't think they did. I break pretty bad. <laughs> I, I don't think your bones were anywhere near the World Series. Um, before we try and figure out enough. Before we try and figure out where Nico's bones were or weren't. Nico, why don't you tell everybody about our friends
1: Cox ATA. Cox ATA, uh, a leader in ATA martial arts, now with three convenient locations, one in the Woodlands, one in Conroe, and one in Magnolia. Mention Nerd Thug Radio, Get two free weeks of training. They had all kinds of courses at Cox ATA. Taekwondo, self-defense, Tai Chi, for every age range. If you're three, if you're 93, it's a great way to you know, get a workout routine going, get Uh, Just fall in love with the staff, the people. There's a wonderful place. Um, Offer all sorts of different classes for all kinds of people. Uh, Mention Earth Thug Radio. Two free weeks of training. It's a big deal. They teach life skills. They build leaders. And they leave a legacy. I forgot that last time. And I'm totally like, as soon as I finished the ad, I was like, oh no. I (laughs) forgot to say it. (laughs) I felt real bad.
0: You should. You should.
1: It's like the best part.
0: It is the I, I think they've, they've got a great catchphrase there. I really do. I really like their catchphrase. Uh, so the Rockets debut their season tonight. Woohoo. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Um, basketball. 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 Uh-huh. They're playing basketball. This is a weird season. There's not a lot of seasons where... This is
1: a wild season. I think this is like the Wild Wild West kind sort of... Sort of,
0: yeah. There's not a lot, So usually in the NBA... You can name one of the two teams that are going to be in the finals with great certainty. Uh, it's been the
1: Golden State Warriors for like the past four like, years. The Golden State years. Warriors have been
0: the automatic right answer for, I think, even longer than yeah, that. Yeah,
1: it's five, I think. They've been in five.
0: Yeah, five straight finals. And then if you had said Cleveland before that, you would have been correct. If you have said Miami before that, you would have been correct. Like You can typically name one of the two teams in the finals right now this year you can't this year not only can you not this year there's there's, you you don't know you don't know it's it's kind of crazy so i kind of wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit um we're gonna start here with the east because it's the most confusing because it is completely open um, they're just all right. So the Boston Celtics last year were everyone's favorite team. Everyone's like, "Oh, Boston's clearly going to go to the finals, right?" Uh, and they did not perform. They struggled throughout the year. Kyrie Irving couldn't get it figured out. Him and his boys couldn't get it worked out. We did boys. And so now he's a net, and the team, the rest of the team, pretty much stayed together. They, I think they, I think they let one of the rookies, one of the free agents, go. I don't remember which one now. Yeah, but um, it's
1: a huge deal, and now uh, this team is not nearly as potent. Actually, as it could you know, be.
0: you know who they did let like go that didn't matter was Al Horford. Al Horford was a really big deal for them, and he went to Philadelphia. That hurt them a lot. Um, so Boston, <laughs> they got worse. They did. They actually. I I think so. Washington, uh, the Wizards. I think I
1: think that's a solid place. Should, do they do they get better or worse? Should be the scale here. Yeah,
0: and they got worse. Washington is worse. Because John Wall will miss all of this year with that Achilles injury that he Ugh. got at the end of last year. The timing Ugh. on that was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, because like, um, you get
1: injured at the beginning, you miss the season, then you recover for next year. But like getting something at the end, it's like...
0: Yeah, because he was out already with uh, a heel or an ankle injury. And then he got a staph infection in it. And then when they went in and were dealing with that, they discovered the Achilles tendon was also torn. And so that was it. Like He missed the last month than a half of last season and then that means he's missing all of this season. So he's been rough. It's going to affect two whole years before he even gets back on the court. Rough. They're worse. And the reality is Bradley Bill keeps saying he wants to stay. I don't think he stays. The because there's a massive extension that's been offered to him that he had, he just he hasn't signed. Just it. hasn't done it. And he and he's saying all the right things but he's not signing the contract. So that's <laughs> kind of all that matters to me. Um the Knicks, they signed a bunch of guys to one-year and two-year deals because they had all this cap space. They were going to sign three max players. This was their year, and nobody wants to be a Nick, So they signed a bunch of people. They they made a lot of role players a lot of money this year. Matter of fact, there was uh, somebody that the Spurs were talking to, and he had verbally agreed to a contract with the Spurs, and then his agent was like, Hey, the Knicks just called, and there's a lot more money. Oh, uh, no, I remember what it was. There was a guy who failed his physical for the Knicks, so suddenly they had a bunch of extra money under the cap. Yeah, there and, you go. And they called him and were like, do you want it? So then he was like, well, <laughs> yeah, I'll call you right back. And so he had to call the Spurs and be like, listen, I would like to not sign with you. I'm going to go to the Knicks. Bye. And uh, so he took the more money to go to the Knicks. And the Spurs were not happy, but it was during the – Verbal agreements, not contract signing agreements. Period so they're not period. that mad? There's nothing they can do about it. It's not that they're not mad. It's just that there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, uh, they're going to be like, eh, okay. Brooklyn signed a bunch of guys, but one of them was Kevin Durant, who's not playing this year. Good job. Right? So. <laughs> that's one of the things that's like, next year. Right. Yeah, they spent like $400 million for next season. Good job. They signed Kyrie Irving to a max deal. They signed uh, Kevin Durant to a max deal. And they signed DeAndre Jordan to like $10 million. So they're better, but not exactly right now. They're they're a better team this year than last year. So they're better now, but they will be better next year. But they're not, yeah, and they're not good enough. Kyrie Irving in their debut scored 50 and they lost. Good job. So. That sounds like a hardened meme right there. (laughs) Better, but not good. Uh, the Pacers, they didn't make any big moves. They kind of are trusting in what they've got. So, They have uh, meh. Cleveland, I don't know. They don't really do anything. The Bulls, meh. Um, a lot of these meh teams. It's the East. There's a lot of meh in the East. That's fair. The Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo, I think. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. The Greek freak. Uh, that guy, I just like doing that. That's funny. Um, he won MVP last year. He's good. He's very good. The thing is, though, the team around him isn't isn't super good. They're not bad. They're good at like they're good enough in the East that he could he could probably play in the Eastern Conference Finals for the next three years.
1: Oh yeah, no, I don't doubt that. But he's he's not like he's really good. But his
0: team isn't like jaw-dropping like he's not yeah i don't know if the team's good enough to get like there might be one year where they kind of spike right so i don't know if it's it's not impossible it's it's not worth for i don't know if it's worth for him to leave is the thing so this is probably a team he's going to be on for a while they're going to be okay though they're in the they're probably top four in the east um you know what as i'm looking at i'm gonna go ahead and make them top two i'm looking at the east right now i'm gonna go ahead and say they're top two um, Atlanta is young and good, but not great. Uh, Charlotte is okay. That, I, they spent money that I don't really know that they should have. Uh, Toronto, they they won, but then, you know, Kawhi left. So, he's who are you, who Nick. are you now? He, he's the best
1: player last season,
0: and he's gone. So I think. They're not top two. No, they're not. Which they're, is sad they're probably because top they four. just one, but... But, I mean, that was going to be what happened. Yeah, that's what happens when... But quiet. that's worth it. I mean, listen, if I can win one title in the next five years, I'll I'll screw up my whole franchise to do it. Right, that's fair. Uh, The Orlando Magic. Uh, the Detroit Pistons. I, I think somehow they're worse, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, No, no. Philadelphia is weird. They basically... They lost guys and then they picked up guys. They changed a little bit the structure of the team. And I I think they're a better team, but I don't know that they're a better team. I think Al Horford helps a lot. Um I don't know. I can't I think them and Milwaukee are top two in the East though. But I don't know how it all ends up. Right, and then Miami, I think, is kind of the wild card. That's the team Jimmy Butler demanded to go to. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if they're good enough. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to say top four because I think Jimmy Butler's really good, and in the East, is just so crappy. <laughs> the East isn't good enough to really like. Yeah, the East isn't. The East isn't so bad that he might be gone. I don't know. He's uh, good enough to to show up in the East. Yeah, and then they've got other pieces around it. Uh, so we're going to go to the West real quick here. Memphis Grizzlies. Um, the Lakers. Listen, they're probably... Man, there's so many... Uh, this is hard because there's so many good teams in the West is the problem. I'm going to say they're a top 5 to 7 team. Somewhere in that range. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, people keep saying that they are that they have a really talented roster. Zion Williamson's already going to miss 6 to 8 weeks. He scheduled... He had knee surgery. He's already going to miss six to eight weeks. Good for him. I don't think they're as good without him as they are with him. They have like nine primetime television games scheduled between now and Christmas when he's supposed to come back. They're probably going to lose all of them. Uh, The Oklahoma City Thunder got way worse, and I think it's on purpose. They're collecting draft picks, not players. Uh, The Rockets got different. I don't know if it's better or worse. We'll find out if it's better or worse. I, I feel like we had a really strong run and then like we just kind of like... But we keep getting in the same spot, so we needed to do something different. And I, and I don't dislike the idea of Russell Westbrook because the difference between... The difference between Russell Westbrook and James Harden is that Russell Westbrook can go to the bucket and get a basket. Right. James Harden, when he's off, he will just keep shooting. Russell Westbrook will try to score. Um now this team is what it is, it's locked in. They gave Eric Gordon an extension. This is the roster now. Um there's no getting around that. So if they lose, it is what it is. Golden State, I think this is the down year. Um obviously they've got injuries yeah, like, and Kevin Durant is, left. Like this is a
1: I I said this when they were playing against Toronto like everything just kind of fell against them and but it, like
0: But they had such a healthy gorgeous, beautiful run of years of no trouble. Oh, yeah, no. They, None. They right. had no... Ish. They had zero... All of the adversity they dealt with was media-created, where will Kevin Durant go, will Kevin Durant come here, will Kevin Durant stay here, type stuff. They had zero... Yeah, no, they they had, they had a beautiful run, and then
1: this last year is where everything kind of like... Right,
0: the injury bug and all the law of averages and Murphy's Laws finally caught them, and everything went wrong for them. And so, like, it's... I don't feel bad for them because they capitalized on this against other teams. Like when Cleveland played them the one year and Kevin Love and uh, Kyrie Irving were both out and it was just LeBron James and Matthew Della Vadova, like in Jr. Smith. Golden State didn't take it easy on them. They won in five. Right. They are, yeah, five or six. Six, I think. And they didn't even blink. Like they just did it. And so then, you know, the Golden State has had a, a, just an amazing run of luck. So the— Everything falling apart like it did in such a short amount of time, while it is crazy, it's weird to say this, but they were totally due. They went injury free essentially for five seasons.
1: Yeah, no, you didn't ever. It wasn't like, oh no, they,
0: they were never dealing with stuff. No, um,
1: and now they've now they're now they're. This is, I think this is going to be a year where they're not even... I, I think this is going to be the time where they're not even going to be in the playoffs.
0: If there was ever a year they miss, it could be this year, but only because of how many good teams are in the West.
1: Right. How many... Well, that, that's the saying. Like okay. How many good teams and how aggressive everything is, right. especially after ex- being exploded
0: this badly. Right. So there's eight teams that are going to make the playoffs in the West. I got the Lakers already. I got the Rockets. Um, the Denver Nuggets will probably make it. They kept their core together. They didn't really improve on anything, but they just stayed together, and they've been growing. Yeah. Uh, and they were Sacramento, good last year, so. Yeah, Sacramento bad. Portland, rah. uh, Portland will be in the top eight, though, with Dame Lillard. Um, so, I'm not... I'm, everyone was like, oh, this is the year they took a step because they eliminated Oklahoma City, but really, everyone eliminates Oklahoma City. So, it's not an impressive feat. It's not. Like, when you actually look at it, it's really not. Um, Phoenix is still terrible. Minnesota, not great. Uh, Utah is good, but they didn't finish last year very well. Um, Dallas, this should be Dallas's year. They've got three good players that have kind of built their team around. Um, Luka Doncic was amazing last year. They're gonna. Kristoff Porzingis is supposed to come back from injury this year. This is going to be a team to watch. So, and then the Spurs. The Spurs made the playoffs last year. They don't go away. They don't take time off. Nope. Uh, and then the Clippers, obviously, they're deep. They play crazy defense. Kawhi Leonard might be the best player in the league this year. Uh, and Paul George is still a top 10 player. Um, so, okay, so the Clippers are in. The Spurs are in. The Mavericks are in. Utah is in. Portland is in. Denver's in. Houston is in. The Lakers are in. Golden State might be in. So that's already nine teams right that i think could be in the playoffs so yes one of them's going to miss it. one of them's going to miss i guess right now looking at it it's either san antonio or golden state just looking at it right now objectively mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know who it's going to be though hard to say i'm not i mean yeah. there's a lot of good teams there's so like, many good teams there's in like the West. four good teams in the east and like nine <laughs> that and well and that's been the problem and it got worse this year with yeah. Anto- with with anthony davis and, Le- and lebron james pairing up in L.A., and then Kawhi Leonard and Paul George coming to the Clippers, it made everyone's problems worse. And then with Golden State being hurt this year, it opens the door for everyone. So suddenly, there's tons of good teams, and any of them could be the team this year. It's like the East was last year, where because LeBron James left the East, you knew someone new was going to make the playoffs, but you didn't know who. And the thing to watch is Kevin Love is still in Cleveland. He He actually is still on the team. So there's a, there's a there's a good player with a really good chance to get traded at some point this season. True, true. And so that'll that'll change things for somebody. Um. So all that being said, we're gonna jump out of here. And when we come back, we got more Nerd Thug sports coming your way. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations: one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have Cosplay Crafting, and Trivia Nights, and BYOB Nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well, and I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. And welcome back, Conroe, to the last and final segment today of Nerd Thug Sports. We're hanging out here on this gorgeous Thursday afternoon. And, um, yeah, we're on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. We're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure to check us out on Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. All these are accurate statements. Or NerdThugRadio.com. Also true. All right, so let's get into it here. Before we do, though, let me talk about my friends The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more uh tomorrow night from 7 to 10 p.m they are having friday night magic and to celebrate halloween they're doing a throwback draft to the shadows of innistrad
1: innistrad
0: innistrad the price remains 15 dollars, and they're down to nine seats left as of my email that i have from bill who's awesome uh saturday october 26th is the halloween comic fest and sunday october 27th is D adventurers league and sunday october 27th is cosplay and craft meetup um, and then also I do want to tell everybody about the NFL player of the day promo today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday for the next several weeks through the last weekend of November 17th. Uh, if you buy a panini pack of football cards in store and open it, if you have a wild card uh, or the player of the day, you win. And you go into a drawing. You're a daily winner and then you also go into a drawing. Yeah, you get a promo card. You get a promo pack. Promo pack. Yeah. And then in the drawing, they're picking four winners and then those four winners go in like a super drawing. The winner of that one's a signed Lamar Miller card, and then that winner also goes in a national contest. So if you like football and you like cards from Panini, get you get you some stuff up there at Adventure Begins. Also, next Saturday, November 2nd, is Extra Life. It's 24 hours of gaming. Nico and I are going to be there helping out, getting our game on. Uh, gaming. Gaming. We be gaming. Um, so, yes, make sure you swing by the Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more on 1488, and just try and have yourself a really good time. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want to start here? World Series? Down 0-2? Yeah. Cole Verlander? Yeah. Thoughts?
1: Uh, it looks bad. Not saying that we can't recover, although this does take the wind out of our sails a lot. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't, okay, so. They put up a little (sighs) infographic that makes me feel better. Oh, yeah? Where it was, like, teams who have come back and won the World Series and, like, the Yankees have done it four times. The Dodgers have done it like three times.
0: Yeah, there's plenty. Listen, it's not It's not impossible. Oh, and recently, the Boston Red Sox, I believe, were down 1-3 to the Yankees, and then won the, they won the CS, and then went on to sweep for the World Series against, I believe, the Cardinals, who had beaten us. Um, it's not a done... It's deal. not a done deal. It's not a done deal, but it's not a great deal. No. To lose both at home with your top two guys going on fully rested, Cole and Verlander both. By the way, for Verlander, this is a disturbing stat, he has in five opportunities, zero wins in the World Series. Um, he's a great pitcher. Uh, you obviously don't get rid of him, but I don't know what that means. for. He wasn't terrible. No. the, the he, he got out of it. Cole got beat up more than Verlander did. Cole, all five runs last week or yes two games ago, the opening game, all five runs were against Cole. Garrett Cole gave up all five of those. So Justin Verlander to last night, he they're still in it. It's it's three two when he three two with one on when he comes out. And or maybe it was five two when he came out. Was it five two when he came out? No, it was it was only three two. It was three two when he came out? And then uh Poor Presley, just gets. It was real bad. Like he just, he just threw but, it. But you know what? It wasn't his fault. Because Bregman bobbles the out. Oh yeah. That, that gets them out of this way before they're down nine. Right. And then he bobbles another out later. Uh, that that could have even that also could have done it. So, there's two Bregman plays that you want back, obviously. Um.
1: Yeah, cuz I th- I honestly he costs us cuz if he would have caught it and thrown it in, the the series would have been 2-3. We score another home run within two innings of that, tying it. Would even if you if you go by that logic, we would have tied it up, but because he throws that wild, he misses he misses an obvious
0: Yeah, he misses he has a fielder's error and then there's another where that he can't field and then there's another one where he throws the wild throw yeah. the first. Yeah. That one there's already been a couple runs in at that point. Um and the other thing is Early on, we had we we incorrectly tried to steal second, early in the game. Yep. So it would have been it would have been we would have been ahead most of the time Verlaner was pitching if we'd have done that right. Um, and, and I don't know that it makes that much of a difference, uh, to the outcome. I mean, we <laughs> lost by nine, so it doesn't doesn't totally matter. Yeah. Uh, I do think though that we we could have done a better job there. Um. But it's not, you know, it's easy to blame the relief pitcher because they are technically all on him. But there were two big blunders there where they could have gotten out of the inning and minimized the damage and couldn't do it. Right. I think the wind just completely came out of their sails at that point. I think they just absolutely... There was an error early in the game uh, that that Correa had that I think, texting my, my friends, uh, talking about the game, I basically said, this has been... When Bregman when Bregman doesn't uh, field that the the first shot to him, I said this has been that's a perfect encapsulation of how the Astros World Series has gone so far. Game one um, is it Resnick who has the catcher interference that somehow nobody saw, yeah, and therefore you know he should have been on base and said he's a strikeout. Like there's all kinds of things that happen in the, in little things. That just haven't gone our way. Uh, that might make the Nationals a team of destiny. Um, you know, at this point, it's hard to say that they're not. Uh, it's not out of the listen. We're, if our bats come alive, we're we're still we're still in any of these games. Oh yeah,
1: I think this one. I think the fielding errors really cost us a lot. Oh man,
0: we don't make that many mistakes. We do. We. We, what, we, what was this? What was the stat they ran where we we were the first team since nineteen fifty five who didn't intentionally walk anyone? Like we're right, not afraid the, of anybody, right? For the entire season, and and we all of a sudden were intentionally walking people because we don't we we don't want to pitch against them. Yeah, because suddenly we're falling apart, and and, and Soto is, is killing us, and we just look like a mess, and we just there's a swagger that we that we had that right now we're looking for, right. and. We've got a day off and then we 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 go Friday night right there in Washington. (sighs) Somebody's gotta step up. Somebody's gotta show somebody something. Right. And it would be great if we could figure this out, but I don't know I don't know what you do when you've had back to back bad games and you're running out of time. Yeah. Because if you drop two more anywhere, you you've you've gotta go four one out of the next five. Right. To win the World Series at this point. And I think they can. Listen, if they can get it back to Cole and Verlander, I would like their chances at any given moment. But they've got to survive the next two. Right. And I think that's where it's going to come. I think that
1: what they really need to do is just really just put forth the effort to really just push themselves as hard as they can. Well, I don't
0: know. I think that's pressing it, and I think that might be the problem. But see, we don't even know what to say there because, like, I don't – I think they just need to relax. I think they're I think they're in their head about it. They're high-strung. <sighs> yeah, because I need to take it back thing, and I think this year they kind of expected it, and I don't think they're playing cocky. I think they just, they're just under a ton of pressure because they're so close. Yeah. Listen, you play 162 games, then you play all the playoff games. You get through all these crazy, you know, the Yankees series was stressful. Yep. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you get here, and, and the, the Nationals have been waiting and playing like they're on fire. Yeah, they, they swept St. Louis. They have
1: eight games so far
0: in the postseason. Eight in eight, a row? Eight in a row. I mean, sports is a lot of mental, and it's especially a lot of momentum, and they've got both. Right. Um, What are we doing on time now? Uh, we don't have any more. All right, good. That was a perfect thing to end on. Uh, I think. I think – it, listen, Friday decides it. If we go down 0-3, I, I mean, there's there's nothing to bet at that point. It's over. Um, but I don't, I don't. If we, I think we could win it. All we got, all the bats got to do is come alive, and we could win any of these games. Uh, all right. Thank everybody for listening. Everybody have a great day and get a head start on your weekend. We'll be back tomorrow with Nerd Thug Radio on behalf of Little Brother Nico and then myself, Corey Dlg. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have Cosplay Crafting and Trivia Nights and BYOB Nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA, taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver
1: on Nerd Thug Radio.